My name is Erica, and welcome to the Damsel No Distress podcast. October 11th is National Coming Out Day here in the United States. It's celebrated every year to mark the anniversary of the 1987 National March on Washington for Lesbian and Gay Rights. In honor of that day, I have invited some of my friends and listeners to share their own coming out stories. While many people have a grand moment of coming out to friends and family, lots of members of the LGBTQ community still have to come out on a daily basis. By sharing our stories, we hope to humanize this process and make it easier for others to be accepted when they take their big step. My name is Erica. I am originally from Bowie, Maryland, and now I live in the Bronx. I knew I was gay. I was probably 13, maybe. Yeah, probably 12 or 13. Um, and I don't think I knew that I was gay. I just knew that there was one girl on my basketball team that I wanted to just be around all the time. And I thought, she's amazing, she's so pretty, but I wanted to just stand next to her all the time and I wanted to like be where she was and I wanted her to think that I was cool and funny and all of this. And I think for a while I just thought, oh, it's nothing. It's just like, she's cool and I wanna be cool too. And then eventually I was like, no, she's really pretty, like different than other girls are pretty. Um, so yeah, I think that was about the time that I was like, mm, this seems, this is, this is, me, I think. Um, I came out in 2007. I had actually been dating a girl for a little while and she proposed to me and I, she knew I wasn't out of the closet yet. And I told her, I was like, I can't, like, I can say yes to this ring, but I can't marry you without like telling my parents. Cause up until that point, I had actually only come out to my best friend at the time. And I was like, okay, that's it. I had two best friends and I was like, okay, they both know that's enough. Um, and so, yeah, I came out to my parents and I sent them a letter and I will never forget. I wrote this long letter explaining, you know, how much I love them and I love being a part of our family and that I was in love with this woman and that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her and all of this and that I hoped that they could be understanding and accepting and welcoming and all this stuff. And I, I'll never forget it. Like wrote it on a piece of paper. I put it in an envelope, <laughs> sealed it. And up until that point, I think it was one of the most terrifying moments of my life was walking to the mailbox down the street from our apartment. And I put it in the mailbox. And the moment it left my hands, I just sobbed because I was like, I can't get this letter back. I was like, I can't, I can't take this away. I can't continue to hide it. Like it's out, it's gone. Um, and then a couple days later, I got a call from my parents and I remember it was the evening. So I went outside to sit on the balcony and my dad was like, Hey, I was like, hi dad. Just trying to kind of act like everything was normal. And he was like, so hold on, your mom's going to get on the phone. And I said, okay. And then I heard my mom like fumbling with the phone and my parents like shouting back and forth at each other through different rooms in the house. Be like, no, no, push this button. No, don't do that. No, don't, wait, you're going to hang up. Be careful. And I just started to laugh. And I was like, these two people are amazing. I don't know if I should be afraid, like the way I had felt. And so my mom finally gets on the phone and my dad's like, well, we got your letter. And I took probably the deepest gulp I've ever taken in my entire life. And he was like, you know, we love you, right? I was like, yeah, I know. 
he was like, okay, so you don't have to worry. Like you're, we love you no matter who you are, what you do. And I was like, okay. And my dad was like, but just so we're clear, if she hurts you, I will hurt her the same way I would hurt a man. And I like in the sobbing of being so relieved, I laughed hysterically because that was the most perfect answer that I could have ever expected. But it was also so him and it was so them. Right. And I don't know in my, in my mind and in my heart, I was nervous and I didn't need to be, you know, I am very lucky that I have an amazing family, like my parents, my cousins, brother, sister, all of them, um, extended family that when the, when I started telling people it wasn't a thing, it was like a, okay, great, cool. Pass the potatoes. Um, which has been really helpful. And I know that I'm very lucky because I know that's not the case for a lot of people. And so what's crazy to me is to think that I've been out and living in this truth for 13 years. But I realized that like, if I had not sent that letter and if I had not taken that humongous step, my life would not be what it is today. Like I probably wouldn't be married to my amazing wife. I definitely wouldn't have our son. Um, you know, I don't know what my life would be, but it wouldn't be this. And, and I'm so happy and grateful for that. And my hope is that by hearing this, I can inspire someone to make that phone call, send that letter, I guess, do the FaceTime um, with the people in their life that they love because they will love you. And if they don't, there are people out there who will because um, we all deserve to live live as ourselves and be as true to ourselves as we want to be. Um, and so that's, that's me, 13 years out and proud. My name is Tamara. So I knew I was gay when I was in college, when I met my first girlfriend. Um, but I should have known I was gay my entire life because I had zero interest in doing anything sexual with men whatsoever. In fact, when I would see a penis, I would run in the opposite direction. Scream. You can ask one of my ex-boyfriends. It's an interesting experience. And I came out 10 years ago officially to my parents. But I come out literally every single day because I'm extremely feminine and people just assume that I am straight. So it's a constant battle. But yeah, 10 years ago to my parents, which would have made it I guess, 12 or 13 years ago that I figured it out for myself. But uh, when I came out to my parents, I was extremely nervous. And I had been with my then girlfriend for about, I think, two or three years. And I pulled them into the family room at their house, asked them to sit down. And I told them that... uh my girlfriend was not my friend. She was my girlfriend and my parents didn't take it well. My mom cried a lot, asked what the fuck she did wrong, if I may quote her. Sorry, mom. And uh, yeah, it was an uphill battle with them. It, it wasn't until I got engaged and like literally a couple months before my wedding that they completely turned around and have been completely supportive ever since then, but it was a very long process. Um, but the good coming out story is when I came out to my grandma, my mom's 
mom, I sat in her kitchen and I was so nervous. And I told myself, I looked at the clock on her wall and I was like, okay, at 2.45, you're going to tell her. 2.45 came and went. At 2.50, I was like, you're going to tell her. Came and went. At 3 o'clock, I was like, you are going to tell her. So 3 o'clock hit. And I was like, grandma, I have something to tell you. And she was like, yes, honey. And I was like, I'm gay. And she goes, oh, honey, I already know. She was like, I love you so much and you should do nothing less than what makes you happy. And we cried and it was beautiful. And this is why you should always love your grandma the most. I should also add in that my grandma then spoke at our wedding and gave the most beautiful speech ever. The DJ asked her, or the MC asked her, if there's any advice that she could give to us. And she just said how we have such a beautiful relationship and how we already know everything we need to know and just keep going down the path that we're going on. So she's always been very, very, very supportive. And I love her so dearly. Hi, my name is Ashley AJ Thomas. I'm originally from the Bronx, had a pit stop in Florida between Palm Beach and Tampa, which molded me into partially the person I am today. And now I'm back in the Bronx. When did you know you were gay? I would say I always knew there was something different about what I saw and the way I viewed people. Um, I can remember being eight, nine years old and being intrigued um, in a different way or admittedly watching Saved by the Bell and being very interested in Lisa Turtle in a way that made me wonder more about what my thoughts were. But admittedly, I wouldn't say I came out or recognized the sexuality of it until I was in high school and um, was accused of being gay by someone in the school to which I vehemently denied. I think I was lucky enough to have the support of the rest of the basketball team that rallied around me and supported me. And I think that's what gave me the confidence to sit within myself and really take stock and inventory of who I was as a, a person and ag acknowledge and admit to the world around me that I was this person and I understood then what the sexuality and homosexuality in that context meant. But I would say there was a slight fear associated with that discovery, which um, I guess bottled me up again. When did you come out? I did not come out. I mean, not literally, not in that sense. I was outed um, by uh, an invasion of privacy of my mother, whom I love dearly, and we have come a very long way since that, that time. But I um, had journals and notes and things of that nature that she discovered um, in my room. And when she confronted me about it, um, I didn't want to acknowledge it because she did not approach me in a way that felt um, that I could be vulnerable. It wasn't until I would say months later where my brother said something extremely hurtful to me. And 
to his credit now, um, I will say as a disclaimer, he was 13 or 14 at the time. So I cannot hold him accountable um, any longer for the things that he said at that time. However, um, he did say something extremely hurtful to me and it jolted me in a way that I felt as though I can no longer not speak up about who I am because I needed some form of protection and I needed some cloak of support um, for whatever my thoughts were, whatever um, I was going through. I felt as though I needed uh, a little bit of comfort in the fact that I am not necessarily like everyone around me and I don't know how to navigate this. And I, after he said what he said, I went up to my mother who was, I believe, in bed and in tears. I tell her that he said this thing and um, that I'm gay and it's wrong that he said it and I'm 16 and in my feelings. And her response to me was not verbatim, but something along the lines of, and picture it, laying down. She looks up and she says, well, if you can't handle that, how can you handle the world? And I was just left with my feelings of fear and uncomfortability. And that was all that was said. I would say that's how I did it. Um, it wasn't anything planned or thought through or really met with much um, kumbaya session. Um, and up until maybe recently, it was something that has been a pain point around relationships within my family because of a feeling of non-acceptance because of who I am and the inability to choose a life that they want for me because it would make me extremely unhappy. Hello, my name is Kat Alves. I was born and bred in New York City, Queens, where I still live today. I knew I was gay when I very suddenly became attracted to a college friend who's now my wife. It was at one of her outdoor basketball games and I thought, huh, that's an interesting new feeling that I want to act on. So when and how did I come out after that? I just simply introduced my girlfriend to friends and family one by one. And the only specific coming out conversation was with my mom. And it went something like this. Uh, just so you know, me and Chico are more than friends. To which she responded, okay, great. So I'm really thankful. My family is extremely supportive. And my twin sister was already out. So my story is pretty uneventful, and for that I'm incredibly thankful. I wish this were the case for millions of people around the world who struggle to open up to their families, friends, and communities about their sexuality. While coming out to family was easy, coming out in the workplace has been an ongoing project, I'll call it. It wasn't until we started having children that I knew I wanted to present my whole self at work, not hide it and instead to celebrate it and share with people what a priority family is in my life. Hi, my name's Corinda. I'm from Connecticut. Uh, I live in Brooklyn, New York. I've been here for about nine years. 
Um, when did I know I was gay? Let's see. So I would say that it wasn't really a single a singular revelatory moment so much as it was like this slow burn process of realizing. Um, I had an experience in college that I think like started to open my mind up, but I just kind of like wrote it off as like college shenanigans. I didn't really like internalize it or understand, um, understand it fully. So it wasn't until years later in my mid twenties, like five or six years ago now, um, that I think, I really understood, um, like, oh, I like women. Um, and this isn't like a fun little college phase or, you know, it's like part of who I am. Um, and so that was when the process started. And I think, um, then over the course of years, like I just learned myself more fully. Um, and at this point, like I identify as bi, but I think I feel like I'm much more on the lesbian side of the spectrum than the straight side. I, um, really just kind of see my life with a woman now. So, um, and that was like a process, you know, I, I wasn't in this space when I first understood, you know, that I liked women when I was in my mid twenties. So it's been, it's been a process. And now I feel like I fully, you know, know who I am, um, which is a great feeling, but I think similarly the coming out process for me was exactly that it was a process. It wasn't like, you know, I didn't go home and like sit my family down and make an announcement um, because it was like this sort of um, like realization process for me. It, I, it wasn't something that I was like holding inside of myself, like feeling that I, I had to hide from people for a long time. So it was like, it carried, I think in that sense, like less weight um, because I didn't have to feel like I, I needed to, you know, confine a part of myself because I only realized it so much later. Um, and so I think it was just like a series of conversations, um, you know, first and most easily with like my close friends and my siblings, um, who are just like very in the loop on my life anyway. So it just sort of happened, um, really organically. And then I had separate conversations with each of my parents. My parents divorced when I was young and remarried. So it's four of them. Um, and, you know, overall, they were just like, excited, um, and happy for me, um, and supportive of me being my true self, which I'm incredibly grateful for. And then I would say that, you know, coming out like continues to be a process. Um, I mean, I, I feel like all the people who are most significant in my life know, so that, that part feels really good, but I think it's interesting how, um, in certain spaces, like in more heteronormative spaces, something like just referencing like, oh, my girlfriend, blah, 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 or, you know, speaking about like a woman I used to date or something like that feels like another coming out. Um, like if I'm in a queer space, it doesn't. Um, but if if I'm not, then it's it does feel like another coming out. So I think, you know, there's this idea that there's that coming out is a moment when really I think it's actually like a million moments. And of course, like that experience is going to be different and unique for each person. And I feel very lucky that um, I received so much support and love in, you know, the vast majority of my conversations. But I do think it's it's really something that is ongoing. And I also think like for me, what was interesting was how I kind of like came out internally in the sense that suddenly I like was reflecting back on, you know, all these past experiences and like 
high school and in college and like maybe even in middle school where I was like, I had a crush on that girl. And so it just like reframes so many chapters in your life in a way that is like, again, it's like this internal coming out where you're like, you know, having this like new, more full, more real understanding of who you are. Yeah, that was, that was really my experience. Um, I feel really like grateful that, you know, I, my family is, is really supportive. I know I've friends who had a more difficult time and I know that can be like incredibly hard. So, um, I, I have moments where like I, if I'm in a certain space, it's like a little nerve wracking. Um, but I'm just happy to like, you know, know who I am, be able to live that way. So yeah, I guess it wasn't like one particular way that I did it rather just, you know, many, many, many conversations and there'll probably be many more. 